Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. In today's episode, where do sins come from? When I was growing up, the biggest fear I had was to sin. Sin seems to be the thing to avoid at all costs. Otherwise, we can be punished. For some reason, we had to even fear God, which to me did not make sense. At that age, I did not know to ask questions like where do sin really come from and doubting their knowledge. I took it for granted that sin are bad things and we have to avoid it at all costs. The thing though is that looking back now with the knowledge that I have today, sin, especially for children, is more or less experiences. We try and see things. We explore Why would that be considered a bad thing? And it is from this perspective that I want to talk about where do sins come from? Because in reality, sins is, in my opinion, a state of mind. I mean, there's a part of it that because we live in society, so society dictates some laws and some rules. And so the sin have been created to trying to bring the mass to conform. And from that perspective, I give credit to the religious leader who has put this thing together. However, all that said, the idea of sin as when it's taught to children at a very early age, it has this judgment consciousness, you know, we become conscious, did I do right? Did I hurt somebody? And then we become like we start living our life in fear, as in like we walk on eggshell, we wonder if what we're doing is right. And so we start looking for validation. And then people give us their opinion, but from their perspective, and it it may not, I mean, they don't know what we want to achieve in life. So they will give their best opinion from where they're coming from. Perhaps their opinion is not working out for you. And again, it all boils down to the degree of awareness and consciousness that the person has. What I notice for myself is that it has encouraged in me the fear of criticism, what somebody is going to think about if I do this. I did not feel I was free to just be because I had to conform to what others expected of me, causing a lot of stalling, you know, like I wanted to achieve something amazing. But then on the other side is I didn't dare because what if what I do is wrong. Then I came across Outwitting the Devil written by Napoleon Hill, where he shares in page 182 to 184, what sins are really about. So because the book is in question and answer form, I'm paraphrasing here. And then we're going to go into more detail as to why I'm bringing this subject up. So it goes this way. I have heard clergymen preaching against sins and warning sinners to be aware and repent so that they could be saved. But I have never heard any of them telling me what sins are and why. And basically, a sin is anything one does or think which cause one to be unhappy. And here, this is not in the book, but I'm adding this. This is why I say that a sin is a state of mind. 
if you feel unhappy, then there's something underneath it. And now to continue what the book says, human beings who are in sound physical and spiritual health should be at peace with themselves and always happy. Any form of mental or physical misery indicates the presence of sin. And here are the common forms of sin. It is a sin to overeat because it leads to ill health and misery. It is a sin to overindulge in sex because that breaks down one's willpower and leads to the habit of drifting. It is a sin to permit one's mind to be dominated by negative thoughts of envy, greed, fear, hatred, intolerance, vanity, self-pity, and discouragement because these states of mind leads to the habit of drifting. Now, I'm adding this here. This is something very important to take into consideration because according to what I'm reading, fear is a sin. And yet, we have been encouraged throughout all our childhood to fear everything, to fear making mistakes, to fear what we're going to say will hurt someone. Fear is so ingrained into us from childhood, and it's the hardest thing to break free of. And I'm bringing this up because if you want to achieve what you dream of in your life, if you're not mastering your own fear, you're not going to get there. Now, I'm going to continue what Napoleon Hill says in the book. It is a sin to cheat, lie, and steal because these habits destroy self-respect, subdue one's conscience, and lead to unhappiness. It is a sin to remain in ignorance because that leads to poverty and loss of self-reliance. It is a sin to accept from life anything one doesn't want because that indicates an unpardonable neglect to use the mind. It is a sin to drift through life without definite aim, plan, or purpose because this habit leads to poverty and destroys the privilege of self-determination. It also deprives one of the privilege of using his own mind as a medium of contact with infinite intelligence. Now here what I want to say, and I'm adding this beside the book, is infinite intelligence is basically a place where everything exists. It's, it's a, you get there through consciousness, and it's where idea, hunch, sometimes it can be when you are in that twilight zone, I want to say like, you know, when you're half awake, half asleep, this is where infinite intelligence is. A lot of creative idea comes from that space. For example, look at the intricacy of a cell phone. Let's say 30 years ago, we didn't have cell phone, but now they are there. It's interesting that society for more than almost 2,000 years has stayed in the same way. And suddenly the electricity came up and then we found the telephone and then we found the internet. And now, I mean, God knows what the next 100 years will give us. But all this thing that gets created comes from the infinite intelligence when one genius has the ability to tap into it. And you can get there when your mind is clear and free. 
And when I say clear, it's clear of negative thoughts and clear of fear. Now I'm going to continue with the book. Because Napoleon Hill was having a conversation with the devil, so the devil here, and, and I'm referring to the devil, obviously, because the book says it's the devil, but for you, if you don't really believe in the devil, it will be the negative state of mind that stops you from getting what you want, right? So what you can replace the word devil by whatever else you wish. So in this case, in the book, it says, it's the devil's business to gain control of the minds of people in every way possible. The devil can't control the mind of a person who controls his mind and commits no sin because that person never permits his mind to be dominated by any form of negative thoughts. Fear and ignorance are the most common sins. And how you overcome this? Through faith. Faith is the opposite of fear. Basically, when you, when you are in a state of faith, you are in the absence of all form of negative thoughts. So basically, faith is when you intuitively know that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. Obviously, it needs to be aligned with the golden rules, meaning that, you know, like we discussed earlier, being greedy is not... I mean, you can have the faith in thinking I, you are allowed to be greedy, but that defies the purpose. Let's face it, where greed comes from. Greed comes from a place of fear. Fear that you might have less or that somebody might have more. But if you let go of that fear, when if you're in the state where you don't mind that somebody has more or that somebody has something that you don't have, then you, are, you have no need for greedness because it doesn't bother you. And this is why I say that it's the negative thoughts that brings people into this place of misery in wanting more and, you know, feeling greedy, feeling like uh, the envy or jealousy and all those negative feelings that brings us down. But faith, when you're really in alignment with your life purpose and God and everything is the absolute wonder. You know, you're in that place of it just is. You feel whole and complete. You don't feel like you are deprived or you don't feel like you're lacking something. It's so interesting as to how much of our life boils down to the state of mind. Everything basically boils down to our state of mind. And it's so easy to just press reset and yet is the most challenging thing to do. And I say this because that's what oneness is. Oneness is the opposite and then everything meets in the middle. It's, it's hot and, and freezing cold and then in the middle it's comfortable. For example, take sadness and joy. In oneness, you need to experience sadness to truly experience joy because when you go through certain changes in your life, you got to let go. And one way of letting go is through tears. Tears is what melts down the heaviness that has been accumulated on your heart. Again, it's all feelings, but we are feeling beings anyway. So that's why we need to look into what's in driving us and what's in our heart. 
the best way to achieve this level of faith and that place of wholeness is basically to have a definite purpose, backed by the belief that you can achieve it. This is all there is to life. Life will always bring you turbulence. No matter how rich, poor, which color you are, you will have turbulence in your life. Even if you choose to sit on the couch and just eat um, chips and soda, I swear to you, turbulence will come your way. It might come from in the form of nobody wants to go out with you. And you might say, well, this is my thing. I want to be left alone and I don't care what happened to my body. Fair enough. There's no big deal about it because that's your choice. That's who you want to be, who, what you want to be. My conversation here is for the one who wants something more out of life and feels stuck in this moment or has this kind of want to do something, but I don't know if I should. This message here is to help you lean into what you are meant to be doing and tap into that place of fate that will lead you to that infinite intelligence. If you've done whatever you've done, if you keep doing it over and over again and you're not getting any results, well, start doing something different. The idea of this episode is to help you see things from a different perspective so that you can have a greater awareness and different ways of looking at life from, you know, looking at life from different lenses to help you cope with whatever is going on in your life and to give you courage to do the right next best step for you. At the end of the day, it boils down to your thoughts and your feelings. Nothing else matters but what you want of life. So let go of all that is stopping you from being who you want to be. Let go of these ideas about sins. Sins are only there to suppress you from moving forward. It's now the time to stop living in somebody else's shadow and become your own success. I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. If you believe that it can help a friend, please share it. And until next week, please stay safe and healthy and have a fabulous day. If you are struggling with oily skin that leads to unpleasant pimples and breakouts, or if you want a quick and easy solution to smudge-free makeup, I invite you to try Dermessence Perfection Cream. To order, type bit.ly forward slash perfection cream. It's spelled B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash P-E-R-F-E-C-T-I-O-N-C-R-E-A-M. And to get 10% off on your first order, use coupon code CREAM10. It's spelled C-R-E-A-M-1-0.